Welcome to Season 3, Episode 189 of Brody Sports Talk. My name is Derek, but for this podcast, I'll be Big D. And we are going down to Big D, that's Dallas, to talk about the season recap of the Dallas Cowboys. I am joined by the man who whose hand does not get tired writing checks for this podcast, and that's Caleb Walgren. Caleb, how about them Cowboys? Uh, I'm obligated to do this podcast of one of 32 podcasts representing NFL teams as an NFL podcast. I am not excited or thrilled to be talking about the team that is force-fed to us on our televisions here in Oklahoma on a regular basis. However, uh, it is not my honor, but it is my duty to talk about the Dallas Cowboys, and that I will. Um, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, don't 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 make me stand on the star. I might I might get a little bit of Terrell Owens in me, and we don't want that to happen today. Listeners, I sincerely thought he was going to go full Marshawn Lynch and say, "I'm just here so I don't get fined." Um, not that there's any fines if you don't show up for the podcast. And it's not fine if you do that, but you will not get fined. Either way, uh, we're talking about the Dallas Cowboys, and I want to talk about what I assumed a couple of years back would be the biggest thing in the history of the NFL, and that would be the Dallas Cowboys running game. So for several years, their Dallas Cowboys got Ezekiel Elliott from Ohio State, um, and... I thought he was going to set the world on fire. Their offensive line, um, they were paying them well. They were blocking so very well. They could just run the ball up and down the field um, with a a former Cowboy, DeMarco Murray, uh, who is now the running backs coach at the University of Oklahoma. No one expected uh, DeMarco Murray to be able to win a rushing title. He did behind a great uh, Cowboy line. So when you bring in this really high-profile um, running back, I thought that was just going to continue. Last year, Ezekiel Elliott, Ezekiel Elliott <clears throat> had uh, 1,002 rushing yards, but his backup, Tony Pollard, was not that far off, was 719. Um, yeah, that, that does seem like you know 300 off is, uh, is quite a bit, but uh, Tony Pollard did a lot um, a, a lot in, in a short time period. He only had 130 attempts, which put him around five and a half yards per attempt. So handing that ball off to Tony Pollard was doing a lot um, for uh, for that rushing game. Zeke had 10 touchdowns, with Pollard had two, and uh, so it was a really good tandem. I was expecting, you know, a a very a, a 1,300, 1,400-yard rushing uh, season out of out of this offense because of the extended game. But we're seeing, you know, just hitting just a, uh, at that 1,000-yard mark. And I guess that's okay if you're expecting just the the normal amount out of uh, the out of the Cowboys. We all know that Cowboy fans aren't rabid or uh, expect too much out of their 
their team. So, uh, Caleb, anything to add to the running game for the Dallas Cowboys? I definitely think this was, despite Zeke Elliott hitting 1,000 yards, it was probably one of the most disappointing seasons for Zeke Elliott in a Cowboys jersey. He simply had been doing better in a lot of his earlier years of his career. And I don't know how long he is going to be a Dallas Cowboy, but I definitely think that they're going to have him for another season. I do think Tony Pollard is actually the better running back. I don't know if that is something that Mike McCarthy will realize because sometimes he just sticks with a guy at running back and uh, doesn't pay that much attention to who's behind him or how many touches he's getting. Uh, Trust me, I know. I'm a little bit too familiar with Mike McCarthy. Uh, And I was snooping around, and uh, Zeke actually, they could have a potential out for him after this year. Uh, Obviously, they're not cutting him for 2022. His dead cap would be $30 million this year. If you look forward at 2023, it could be $11 million. So that's a steep drop-off. I bet Dallas did that on purpose, knowing that the older he gets, the less he is on the cap. It'll be interesting to see if Zeke tries to re-up at some point or what they expect longer term. Uh, I would say moving forward, it's essentially contract year Zeke that they need to see to see if he continues with his current level. But it was impressive. They ran the ball a lot. Uh, more than I think people would expect out of McCarthy offense. Kellen Moore did a great job of calling the plays and making sure that they were staying semi-balanced at least. Um, Let's go ahead and switch it up, though. Let's go over to the defensive side of the ball, Derek, because there is a player there that we need to highlight as the Dallas Cowboys. They may have only had 41 sacks on the season, but that's not the fault of their unanimous defensive rookie of the year in Micah Parsons. Parsons led the way with 13 sacks. And after that, it was, uh, I would say, not necessarily clean behind him. Uh, Randy Gregory, the now Denver Bronco, had Mm -hmm. six sacks. Uh, Dorrance Armstrong Jr. had five. Terrell Basham, who is not the Boogie Basham, uh, had three and a half. Demarcus Lawrence only had three, but he only played in seven games. Um, I feel like Dallas underutilized Parsons, perhaps, in getting to the quarterback because he was really the only one who was consistently able to get there. I know that that may sound odd, especially because he's technically a middle linebacker, but let's face it, if you can line up on the edge and rush or blitz a guard up the middle with some of the pass rush moves that Parson has as he played defensive end before he converted to a linebacker in college. I think that Parsons has a unique skill set and we could be talking about him as one of the better linebackers in the NFL for years to come. Derek, anything you want to add to Micah there? I miss when the linebackers were the star on the team. I miss Brian Urlacher. I miss uh, Luke Keekley. Guys like that. When 
um, back when the, when the game was more running oriented and you had to have a good middle linebacker to stop the run. Um, that's just reminiscing on uh, former past things. I think Michael Parsons did a great job. Um, I think that, uh, yeah, I hope to see him for years to come um, on a really, really bad uh, Dallas Cowboys team because I don't know if they're going anywhere. Um, someone's going to have to win the division, and maybe it's the Cowboys, maybe it's uh, someone else. Um, but we know that there's a, that's an early exit from the, uh, the playoffs. I'm going to stay on the defensive side of the ball and stick with newcomers to the 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 league and let's talk about the takeaway fees for the dallas cowboys so uh trevon diggs had 11 interceptions last year and just was a, a highlight reel of interceptions now when he wasn't making an interception he was not having a very fun time with the receivers that he was covering. So he was a really great highlight reel. Just don't watch the the coverage elsewhere. Um, other than that, you had Anthony Brown with three and Jordan Lewis with three. And altogether, the, uh, the Cowboys were just at 26 interceptions. You know, a pretty, a pretty decent uh, interception season with 11 of those coming from, from Trayvon Diggs, uh, coming out, out of nowhere. So what do you think about the uh, the Cowboys and their interception in the defense? I do think that Trayvon Diggs is a, a bit of a unique person to talk about because he does have those 11 interceptions. He had great ball skills. If you look at his stats... You know, normally if you're going to see a high number of interceptions, you don't think the pass deflections are going to be that high because they're just getting the picks. But uh, he had 11 interceptions and another 21 pass deflections, which if you compare that to his teammate Anthony Brown, he had three interceptions and 17 pass deflections. Part of it is when Trevon Diggs is in the right spot, he's really, really in the right spot. Um, I think that he has excelled in that Dan Quinn defense where I think they're probably running a decent amount of cover three. Diggs knows where he can trust, and sometimes he makes mistakes. He is a young player. He's only a second-year player. And I know that all, you know, he did allow at least five touchdowns. He did give up. 53 receptions so I mean he was out there a lot but the, it's not like teams were It's he wasn't a shutdown corner he was a threat if you threw a bad pass if you're someone who has an arm that you don't think you're going to make a bad pass then you know like Patrick Mahomes could go after him however a few weeks later when they faced Taysom Hill and he went after him, that was a bad choice. So that's really all I have to say. I don't think that we can say it, the hype is or is not warranted, but I, I don't expect another 11 interception season from Trayvon Diggs next year. Well, let's go ahead and ride into the sunset 
with the Dallas Cowboys season recap. So if you want to f follow us and get the latest news from the Brody Sphere of Influence, go ahead and follow our Twitter at Brody Talk. Um, you'll find that link on all of our others at our link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Brody Talk. So on behalf of myself, the Big D, and my co-host Caleb, do me a favor and have a wonderful day. Bye.